Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Cow Corner Extra Show with me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hurl, Ian Slat Slater, Ian Alderson, and Ollie Griffiths. For your latest dose of all things lower league Shropshire cricket. Um, and welcome back to episode 8 of the Cow Corner Extra Show. It's getting closer. The season's nearly upon us and we've got our usual hosts to break down everything. And we're going to look towards the pre-season fixtures and have a look at the start to the season and we're going to break that down and have a look to the start of the season before our big season preview. So, as always, I am joined by my good friends Ian Slatslater, Ian Alderson and Ollie Griffiths. How are we, guys? Very good. Thanks, James. And you? Hi, James. Hey, James. Hey, guys. How are we doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Pre-season next start for me uh, this Friday. How about you guys? Have you had any practice yet? No, we don't. Don't be daft. We don't start till March the fifteenth. And <laughs> <laughs> four weeks. That's it. Get on with it. I was going to say. To be fair, we normally start at the start of February, but um, some scheduling issues with the with the sports hall means we haven't, and we start in a week on Sunday. Whereabouts do you do your sessions then? Um, well, we've got. We used to do them at Market Drayton Sports Centre at the school. Um, the last couple of years, we've done them at Whitchurch Sports Centre um, there at the school as well. Uh, but we had, we do also have the option of the of the cricket barn, which is um, just over the border in Cheshire. But a lot of the local clubs use that. Uh, the sort of um, fully bespoke cricket barn that's been fully kitted out with bowling machines and nets and proper surface and everything. And a lot of the local clubs go in there, although it's not, you know, you know, you can get sports centers for a little bit cheaper generally. So it's, it's about, if you've got enough numbers, it's great. But if you're struggling for numbers, probably a little bit pricey for, for what we normally have elsewhere. 
We are, we go to Moor Park, uh, just the school the other side, Ludlow. Um, they're always very supportive and it's not very expensive. And, um, you know, they've recently uh, improved the lights in there, which uh, is excellent. And I think it's a very good facility close to us. Um, and we're going on, like I say, March the 16th. We're starting three weeks inside. And then hopefully we'll get outside for a couple of weeks before the first friendly. Yeah, it's always exciting pre-season nets. Um, I always get amazed at all these clubs that go net at the Shrewsbury schools on a bouncy indoor bespoke surface and then get outdoor first first week of the season in April and get skittled by something that's hit them on the ankle or something. You know, So so we net at Much Wenlock Sports Centre with a wooden floor and the mats in there. It's a bit more of a truer bounce for early season wickets. <laughs> and we do well. We, we we actually share with Much Wenlock, um, and we usually we we usually get probably I don't know fifteen or twenty going to nets from our club every week, and they get ten or eleven. So it's it's a good turnout. It's really good. Yeah, we've uh, we go to Shrewsbury School, and it's quite the uh, yeah, as you mentioned, it's quite the difference between uh, facing that to uh, to facing first first week wickets. I think I've had a few nets. Um, outdoor uh, went on to um, I've had a bit more free time recently but I'll, uh, more on that later um, so I uh, had some time to go up to the Albury Nets and um, went on our artificial and that's a really good um, <laughs> it's really good for getting used to pre-season because I don't think one got above my ankles um, <laughs> was, it, was, it, was, it, was it skidding on a tad? <laughs> Just a bit <laughs> Um, someone put, I think I went with Yian and he put one in just short of a length and it, I just, I went back to hit it and it just like hit my toe, I think. <laughs> yes, there will be a few people, there'll, there'll be a few people out pulling mm. first game of the season if they've been in Shrewsbury's nets anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we went to, uh, that being said, we've got first game of the season against Chelmar, so hopefully their pitch is anything like it was last season, should be an absolute road. Uh, does it drain all right there? Is it at Chelmarsh, yeah? I'm assuming. Mm. Does it drain okay there? Because it's it's on a slope, isn't it? A slight mm. slope. So I mean, I've got a feeling coming. that they, I've got a feeling they did something to the drains at the bottom end of the field a few years ago. Um, the last time yeah. we visited, there was a big, big, big trench dug out right at the bottom of the of the cricket pitch, uh, right at the bottom of the bank. So I think they've done something around the drainage at the bottom of that at the bottom of that hill there. Okay. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's Connor will be on the case, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those where there's going to be a lot of players working out where which end of the bat to hold in. <laughs> That's quite right. That's quite right. And um, you know, we've had a lovely dry winter as well. And you know what'll happen come about uh, ten days before the start of the season. <laughs> It'll absolutely throw it down for the first six weeks. Um but uh, you can't do anything about the weather, can you? No. That being said, Sorry. I think we've we got snow coming next week, don't we, for weather? Sorry, <laughs> say snow next week. Oh, <laughs> I've I've seen the forecast and it's getting very cold again. Someone's shown me a forecast oh, this evening. I'm just looking at it now mate, they, they, on the BBC. <laughs> Tuesday minus three and snow. <laughs> well, there you go. It's actually, it's actually. I mean, I've got a picture somewhere you. of. Four weeks before the first match, I've got a picture somewhere from a few years ago, and it, the, the pitch was covered in snow. 
So it's traditional. Well, it, well, it is a bishop's castle anyway. Yeah. I did have a friend who's a gardener, and he always used to say, first there's winter, then there's spring, then there's full summer, then there's second winter, and then it's summer. So um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we're going through that. But yeah, I was saying, um, I think we had one of the best summers ever last year. I don't think, I think from memory, we only had one game that was really affected by the rain. Yeah, we did as well. We just had the one um, uh, rain-affected match. But we played every single Saturday. I mean, that rain-affected game... Um, we got about three quarters of the way through it, not a and at a finish. Um, so no, that was that was very good. Yeah, we were the same. We played column at home, um, and that was called off ten overs into the into the second innings. Um, but other than that, it, we played every Saturday. Well, every Saturday that we had a team. <laughs> no, we we managed to get a completed game at Lillyshaw when the weather was a bit grim that one weekend. Other than that, it was great. Roll on this season now that I've absolutely jinxed it. <laughs> yeah. Correct. It's guaranteed, isn't it? Um, oh, nice one, nice one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, so, actually, you're wrong, James. The best, the best season we had was the COVID season because oh, it was glorious yeah. for the first half when we didn't play, and then uh, of course beautiful. it was quite nice for the rest of the second half. But that's the nicest season. But we didn't play cricket for most of it. Mm. Annoyingly. Well, well, I'll tell you what, Alberbury yeah. have got something uh, coming up that I have never heard of, um, and I think it's quite a quite a new thing. Um, a few, apparently, a few clubs have tried it out before, but um, we're going to be taking it up this year, and I'm really excited to see how it goes down. Um, we're doing something called a pre-season friendly, um, which <laughs> is, is new to me. Um, it's... No, know, it's not. I don't know if any of you guys have ever tried one of these before, but uh, yeah, it's it's a brand new one for for me and especially Alberbury. So, um, any any tips and advice? Jumpers, James, put your long johns on. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say bat better than you did in that guest appearance in our preseason friendly. Oh god, yeah, that, but it did turn an absolute mile that one ball. He <laughs> <laughs> told me it was straight. <laughs> Who, who are you playing against, James? But if you, Hurley, who have you got? Uh, Sentinel twos. Oh, that'd be interesting at, at, at your place. Well, sure. so that'll be fun for Sentinel. Wellies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that Preston will have uh, given the uh, track a bit of a a roll by that point. Because <laughs> last time well, I we've knew got we've got our, we've our got was out of service at the end of last season. I'm not. I'm assuming that they've sorted it over the off season, but if not, it could be um, could be in for an interesting season. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've we've got two preseason friendlies um, arranged, so our firsts Ooh. will be at home. All right, calm down. <laughs> we'll, our, our firsts will be at home against uh, Beacon firsts which is a repeat of last year's sort of pre-season friendly. Mm. And our seconds are going to be away at quad thirds. Nice. Uh, that's, they should be good. I think we've only got yeah, about we... enough to muster one side for a pre-season friendly. <laughs> 
we've got um we always play acton scott as a pre-season friendly the weekend oh. before the the season starts so uh that's at our place because they don't have their ground till later in the summer mm. so um yeah we've got acton scott the sunday before the season starts i think aren't they aren't they getting to getting more control over their ground though acton scott if you haven't played at acton scott i very much recommend you do it's one of the best places to play cricket beautiful um, beautiful long room as well really nice one of the yeah. best pavilions yes. in Shropshire cricket one of the longest one of the longest yeah. to be fair we had uh, we had a few lads who didn't get entered well weren't allowed entry because they weren't wearing their suit and ties um when we went to <laughs> they you know they got suitably escorted out and they had to get changed outside which was embarrassing for them to be honest yeah, so it should be. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Never I had the standard. I think, must be got, I think they've too. got more control over their ground now. Well, I don't, I don't know, but Richard, the chap who gets in touch with me, he said, you know, it's, it was still the same this season that um, it had to be at our place early, and then we've got uh, another. We we're playing them at their place in on in July, I think. But we're trying Sundays. something different at Corvdale because, hey, Sundays as well with uh, Acton Scott, isn't it? Yes, Sundays. Yes, yeah. Um, we're trying something different this year because I've struggled to get a team out um, two days a weekend. So we, you know, we we've shied away from a lot of Sunday friendlies. And what we're going to do this year is try and play a few twenty twenties in the in the week on like a Wednesday or Thursday night. Um, maybe instead of like in in the season nets um uh there seems to be a lot more interest in doing that you know a few uh dads who were quite happy to have you know two or three hours off and not all day and um so you know we're we've got a few more 2020s lined up in the week than we have uh sunday fixtures that sounds pretty good would you is it too far for you to enter the shrewsbury district midweek well, I, I just think we'll see how it goes this year with numbers and availability and the the take up. We don't want to run before we can walk. That's fair. Enough. Well, some of us can run. <clears throat> well, you, 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 Ian, you could also enter the league knockout competition, the hundred, and get get yourselves back into that. That's a, a midweek shorter format, mate. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, I think we're going to just play it by year this year and see what the see what the take up is you know and then we'll take it from there i was just going to say we haven't currently got a pre-season friendly organized so if there's anyone who wants to uh, come and uh, play against caravan probably a caravan slash coton mixed team then um get in touch when would you be looking for the, the weekend before the season or the 15th 16th or yeah would... yeah yeah the weekend before the weekend before um whatever that is I can't remember the week, the weekend before is the bank holiday this time, I think, isn't it? Whereas last last year, yeah. it, was, it fell on the bank holiday the weekend before, which was yeah. absolutely yeah. nightmare. Yeah, yeah. No, Easter yeah. Easter the prior week. Yeah, yeah, it's Easter, isn't it? So, so uh, I tell you what, we could do actually. We could, uh, you know, as we're going to be doing these things more regularly, is actually say ask people what what their preseason friendlies are. Get in touch with the Cow Corner podcast and let us know what you're doing preseason in terms of getting friendlies organised. Yeah, get in touch, guys. If you want to advertise, or if your club needs a uh, preseason, we'll get it. We'll get it knocked out. Or any preseason videos, or any any funny <laughs> you see from people in the nets, <laughs> or during the preseason games. 
additionally get them to send in and we'll get them shared and we'll have a look at them on the podcast that'll be quite fun um but anyway let's go on and talk about the fixtures for 2023 okay so starting with division four we are starting with the new win-lose format slats. Yeah, uh, as I said, I think I said in the previous episode, obviously a bit of a rule change that um, we switched it round this year so that uh, win-lose goes first rather than win-lose draw, and win-lose draw is the second half of the season because uh, we got to the stage of the back end of the last season where actually both teams, if two or three teams were winning at the top, there was no changing of places because it was just 20 points is all you could get. So at least now, um, it'll perhaps make captains think, right, if I want to try and win the league, let's bat first if I win the toss so, in, in those last few games. Um, and also teams are trying to avoid relegation. Sore point, I know, gents, but let's move on. Um, as they say on Frozen, let it go. Um, and, um, you know, you know, let's see if we could make some more interesting changes towards the back end of the season. So win-lose at the start should be interesting. So in Division 4, we're starting on uh, the weekend, well, the 22nd of April. And the fixtures for the opening weekend are Hodnett and Peplow versus Whitchurch, second 11. Wheaton-Aston, first 11 versus Harpers, first 11. Newport, second 11 versus Shrewsbury, third 11. Bishop's Castle, first 11 versus Shifnal, third 11. Condover, first 11 versus Gilfsfield, first 11. And Bridge North, third 11 versus Frankton, second 11. So, guys, what fixture jumps out at you the most there in that opening set of fixtures? And we'll start with Ollie. Um, so, Hodnett, Whitchurch, bit of a local derby. Um, that's gonna that's that's sort of gonna be an interesting one locally. There's nothing there's nothing really really jumps out as any sort of grudge match. Because um, obviously Shrewsbury um, and Newport both the new teams um, into that division. Um, so they've but they've got each other to face first and foremost. I know Gillsfield are looking to um, push on as a club. They've entered a second team this year, so be interesting to see where. Where they where they're sort of um, what they're looking like at the start of the year against Condover, who obviously um, been a good performer, um, consistent performer over the last few years, always finishing towards the top of that division. So um, you know, it should be some interesting. It'd be interesting to see after the first week who who's done well and and what comes out of it all. Really, uh, I'd be quite interested to see Condover versus Gillsfield. I think that would be a good game, Condover done well last season Gillsfield a side that just keep going pushing forwards moving up the leagues going up and up Slats? Yeah look I think the, the Newport Shrewsbury game will be very very interesting to see how strong Shrewsbury thirds are at the start of the season they always you know have a bit of an availability thing where if uh, guys are still back from the university um, over the uh, the back end of the Easter break and what have you or how their availability is, so they could be very, very strong. Um, so that's that's really interesting. I like the idea of Hodnett versus Whitchurch. Uh, that's a good good local derby, you said. But actually, I think Wheaton, Aston, Harpers could be an interesting fixture as well. It'd be interesting to see how Harpers go. Obviously, with Priors Lee being formed from a number of Harpers players, so it'll be interesting to see how how strong Harpers are uh, this season, having lost a few players. Final game of the season in Division. 
in Division 4 sees Gillsfield take on Bridge North 3s, Shifnal 3s take on Condover 1s, Shrewsbury 3s take on Bishop's Castle, Harpers take on Newport 2s, Witchurch 2nd 11 take on Wheaton Aston 1st 11 and Frankton 2s take on Hodnett and Peplow 1st 11. So guys, there's always one game which or two games that kind of decide the season. Which ones are we looking at at this early stage, do you reckon? Yes. <laughs> Did you just jump straight to the last game of the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to go through the rest of them, do you? You just want the main ones. First no, 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 okay. Well, all right. I, th- I think, uh, again, Shrewsbury Thirds could be up there challenging to a home fixture right at the end of the season when they could be at their strongest or they could be quite weak. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Bishop's Castle, you know, um, perennial performance. There's some good cricketers in there. That could be an interesting one. Condover, you know, if Charlie comes off again like he does consistently, then, you know, I think uh, they'll be up there and could be a good game at Shifnal Thirds as well at Western Park. Oh, um, Yeah, I mean... Looking at the teams that you think might be there or thereabouts, I mean, Whitchurch. I know Whitchurch have come up, but they were very strong last year. Um, walked, pretty much walked Division Five, and and they got a home fixture against Wheaton Aston, or another one of the of the good good teams in that division. So that could that could be one that um, is playing out for um, for positional placings come the end of the year. Um, Bridge North's trip to Gillsfield's going to be a tough one. We we went there last game of the season last year and uh, the track was fantastic. Um, I think we posted in the region of 250-odd and, and they knocked them off with, um, with, with, with a few balls left. So, great place to go for the last game of the season. Uh, it should be good. Um, like you said, Schiffnall, Condover, um, that could be quite important coming the end of the season as to, as to where they finish, really. So, uh, yeah, some, some interesting... End of this end of the season fixtures there. Very interesting. Moving ourselves on to Division Five and opening up in Division Five, first game of the season, we've got Wellington fourth eleven take on Much Wenlock first eleven. New side Priors Lee welcome Iscoyden Fens Bank. St George's third eleven welcome newly relegated side Kai Glass first eleven. Bowmere Heath 2nd 11 will take on Newtown 2nd 11. Church Stretton 1st 11 will take on the Hipster's Choice Lanidloys. And Calverhall, newly relegated, take on newly promoted side Beacon 2nd 11. So, Ollie, a new taking yeah, on well, one of the new sides in your new league, and it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. You know, just because we've come down doesn't mean that we're going to be stronger than anyone else. You know, um, Beacon are a second team. First, you know, also their 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 strength can depend massively on their first team, um, as our strength can depend massively on availability. You know, we can we can be completely different from one week to the other. You know, we'll be looking to start off the season in a good fashion, as as will all teams. Um, so it's yeah, it's. Um, it's nice to start at home. Um, as a groundsman, it's not so nice, but um, it, it's always nice to have your first game of the season and and uh, get it get it boxed off. And um, we're we we're planning to do tees at home all all year this year. And I will be contacting the the away sides um, if they want to be involved as well. 
but I'll uh, I'll contact all those all those teams in in due course and and see if they want to get involved. We did, we did tease last year on a reciprocal basis, and we're looking to do something similar this time. Or or there's another couple of options that we've discussed, but we want to do tees for our team at least all all year this year. It it, it works really well. Um, everyone enjoys it. Everyone enjoys getting together halfway through the game. So that that's what we're planning to do. Um, as far as other games that stand out there, um, Fens Bank away at, at Newley formed Priorsley. Um Fens Bank again were one of the standout performers from this division last year. So it'll be interesting to see how you know that that should give us a relatively good um, sort of stand. You know, we we'll, we should know what sort of team Priorsley are from that point, and it'll give us a bit of a sort of understanding of. Of how good they are, or or where they're gonna, where the, where we think they might end up um, in in that in that division that year. Um, some there's obviously some teams in there that I haven't played for quite a long time. Some that I've never played um, in Newtown, um, obviously Prizley. So it'll be interesting. It'd be nice to go back to visit some of these these grounds that we haven't been to for a while, and and um, and visit the new and the, the new grounds, uh, Newtown. I've never played cricket there. Um, I believe Prizley are playing at Edgemont and have played cricket there in the past. So um, yeah, it's, it's looking like a nice, nice little division. A little bit of travelling um, all the way out to Lanedloys and Newtown, but you know they have to do it every other week. So you know we have to do it once a year. So um, and uh, obviously they're starting with a trip down to Church Stretton. Um, I don't know quite how far that is from Landedloys, but it can't be quite as far as it is up to the north of the Shropshire. So uh, hopefully, um, it should be a good game out there for him. Trying to think off the top of my head, but I think everyone knows that geography is my Shropshire geography is notoriously terrible. So I wouldn't like to hazard a guess either way on that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think for me, Wellington fourth eleven versus much weight and lot first eleven that really jumps out at me as the is a good tie. I think that all, you know, I think they'll both be up there this season. Yeah, and like you said, I think Priorsley first eleven versus this Gordon Fens Bank first eleven. You know, that's that that's going to be massive, um, and it will probably give us an idea. If, I mean, if Iscoid a bit like what we said last season, if they get the full availability, I don't see why they shouldn't be winning this league. But wow, well, this division even. Um, but yeah, with everything that everyone said about Priorsley, you'd expect them to be in there too. So, you know, either side could make a nice statement of intent there. Slats? Uh, yeah, I think as as um, Ollie said, I think uh, Fensbank going to Priorsley will be a good barometer of, of, you know, what sort of side they're going to be. Um, the the much Wenlock trip to Wellington stands out, but also... Um, I think Boma Heath are going to be strong this year again. They were very, very strong last year in Division 6, won it comfortably. Um, and I think they've recruited again and they'll be strict in depth. I think they'll be very strong. Go, uh, so, again, it could be a, a, a tough trip for Newtown and quite a long trip for Newtown, but a tough trip for Newtown to there. Uh, Beacon, yeah, look, they want to back up the fact they got promoted again comfortably with four... 400 plus points last year uh so you know they'll be out to prove a point in division five so that'll be interesting as well yeah um going to the end of the season we got lanny first 11 versus calverhall 
So a nice end to the season for you there, Ollie. <laughs> some sort of like beer boss or something, like a big end of season party. <laughs> yeah, that's I, just. I, I, well, I saw that. I saw that when the um, fixtures came out, and I thought, oh, fantastic, a nice long trip for the last game of the season. But you know what? We went to Gillsfield last year on the last game of the season, and we we managed to put a team out, decent decent squad out. So I think, like you said, a beer bus might be an idea. Find someone to drive it and uh, visit and the, the majority of pubs on the way back, and with maybe a stop in Shrewsbury. <laughs> en route. So, uh, um, yeah. In the other fixtures, Newtown second eleven. Um, versus Church Stretton, Kai Glass first eleven versus Bowmere Heath twos, Iscoyden Fens Bank ones, Welcome St George's threes, Much Wenlock at home to Priors Lee, and Beacon twos, Welcome Wellington fours. It's it's all shaping up to be a great end of season, and not, even though we've already brought it up, that Lanny Calvall game could be massive towards the end of the season. Don't you think, Slats? Absolutely. Massive for the um, petrol companies and um, <laughs> it's going to be a trek. But uh, do you know what? Two good bunches of lads. I think they'll have a great game and it could be very interesting, you know, because Lanny, hipster's choice, um, you know, should be pushing to the top end of the division. And um, I think uh, it'll be very interesting because Calvary Hall, no doubt, will be up there. Uh, I think it'll be very, very interesting to see what sort of battle Kai Glass are in as well. He's visiting them last game of the season. That could be interesting. Um, you know, it's not too far of a trek. Um, so that that could be uh, quite an important game. Um, and yeah, I'd be interested to see how Kai Glass go this year, to be fair, because, you know, relegated, they've been Division 4 for a long, long time. To get relegated down to Division 5, it's going to be a, a challenge for them, I think. And it won't be an easy one. With the, the sides that are in this, so it should be really, really interesting. Fens Bank should be up there. St George's thirds. Will they travel well last game of the season? Who knows? This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So moving ourselves on to the next division and Division 6. So in this one, we start the season on the 22nd again and it starts with Acton Reynolds first 11 versus Roxeter second 11. So two new sides to the division there facing off against each other. Kun second 11 versus Allscott Heath second 11. Willie second 11 versus Welshpool second 11. Knocking and Kinley second 11 versus Harcourt first 11. 
Lillishaw second eleven versus Monty second eleven, and Column second eleven versus Ludlow third eleven. So guys, and we'll start here with I have, Ian. Oh yes, I have got these fixtures up. Fantastic. Go for it, my man. Yes, here we are. Thank you very much indeed. So, I am back in the room. Okay. Um, I think that that first weekend of the season, um, Acton Reynolds obviously asked for a double relegation against Roxeter 2s, who've been superb on the Sunday. That'll be a very good gauge of... um, those two teams that are um, in, in Division 6 this year. Um, I think Ludlow 3s are going to be very strong again. Uh, they came third last year. I can't see them being any lower than that and probably going for promotion. Uh, Willie 2s have got a new captain at last, so I think it's looking up for them. Um, you know, some, There'll be somebody in charge now who knows what they're doing. Um, so uh, I think Willie 2s could be stronger than last year. Um but uh, apart from apart from that, <laughs> apart from that, I think it's a, it's going to be a superb division, Division Six. I think it's going to be a great year for them this year. Mm. Who was that on the podcast? Is that somebody? Who's just, <laughs> is that somebody just just, just turned up over there? Well, anyway, um, do you know what? He's not wrong though. <laughs> um, we we I really am hopeful we will be stronger this year um, yeah, with a new captain and a bit of new direction in there um we, we will be i think we've got a new captain and a new vice captain um and we've also recruited as well so i think we'll be fairly strong in that division but hey so we'll have to see uh reynolds roxeter is a is a cracking first fixture isn't it you know um be good to see that how the reynolds guys go and roxeter coming into, into saturday cricket roxeter seconds for the first time in I'm going to say five or six seasons when the Rocks to Grove. Is that about right? Possibly. Anybody? No, just me. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. Um, so it's good to see them back on back in Saturday cricket. Ludlow Column. Um, again, I think Column have continued to strengthen. So, yeah, I agree. Ludlow are a strong side. Um, that Rory. What's his, I can't his surname. Rory. What was his surname? Me. Um, um, He's gone again. The gardener. Yeah. Rory. Um, he scored 100 against us. Yeah, I know what you mean. He scored a, he scored a lovely a, he scored, lad as well. He scored a really big nice. hundred against us. Yeah, smashing lad. Scored a big hundred against us as well. And yeah. Um, but yeah, so if he's if he's playing a full season, they will be a handful for any team in, in Division Six. But I think Colin will be strong as well. So that'll be really interesting. Um, and Harcourt going to Knockin. Um, that's the first time Harcourt have gone to Knockin for quite a long time. I would suggest on a Saturday anyway. Uh, so that'll be great for them. Uh, and obviously. We have Welshpool uh, coming to us, another promoted team. Um, so yeah, but it's it's all interesting stuff. Lillishaw will be strong again this year as well, so um, could be fun there as well with Monty coming along to them. So yeah, good. Yeah, going, good fig- going to the end of season fixtures. There we've got Monty twos welcoming Column second eleven, Harcourt first eleven uh, versus Lillishaw second eleven, Welshpool second eleven versus Knocking and Kinley second eleven, Old Scott Heath second eleven versus Willie second eleven, Roxeter twos versus Kun twos and Ludlow threes versus Acton Reynolds first eleven. Some some good short trips in there actually. Um, 
you know, Kun to Rockster is not a is not a, a, a massive uh, trip, so that could be good. And Kund will be strong, you know. Uh, Graham Tro um, at the crease and probably umpire of the game as well while he's batting. But um... <laughs> Rory Bunting wasn't it? Rory Bunting. Rory Rory Bunting. There you go. Fabulous yeah, creature. Yeah. I knew so, it'd come. To, I knew it'd come to me. Just give me time. Give me time. Yeah, all <laughs> like the fixtures. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that'll that'll be good. So it's good short trips so there. Knocking's not a, a massive trip to Welshpool either. Um, Colin to Montgomery is a bit of a trek, but it's not too bad. Um, and uh, obviously for us, away fixture at Allscott is not a million miles away either. So that'll be fun. And yeah, it'd be. I, who knows? It's it's it's. I know we're going to do a, a preseason podcast and don't want to sort of get into predictions or anything else. But there are a number of teams with claims that are going to be pushing really hard. Ludlow, Lillishall. I still put Willie, Willie up there as well. So you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Moving ourselves on to Division Seven now. These teams all get a weekend off. First game of the seasons. So they don't start until the twenty ninth. So we start off with Lillishall third eleven versus Corvdale first eleven, Coton Hall first eleven versus Alberbury second eleven, Old Brighton second eleven versus Forton second eleven, Condover second eleven versus Quat third eleven, and Ellesmere second eleven versus Pontsbury second eleven. So, um, Ian, do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm really looking forward to the season. I think, um, you know, it's a good start for us. Lillishaw threes are uh, a great team to play against. Um, you know, we always have a bit of a laugh up there with them, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be good. I think, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see who is. I think Quarter going to be very strong in Division Seven this year. Um, you know, they really shouldn't have gone down with the squad they had, I didn't think. Um, and, you know, Alberberry have got a point to prove. I think they'll be uh, they'll be trying to get out of that division um, with a bit of gusto as well. So, uh, yeah, like I say, just looking forward to the whole season. I like going to Ellesmere as well. It's a nice little ground to play on. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good grounds and a lot of good folks there to play against. So I'm looking forward to the season. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I don't. I, I. I wouldn't say I know a huge amount about the sides in this division. I know a bit about Pontsbury Twos. Um, obviously, no stuff from what people have heard, but it's a lot secondhand information. So I wouldn't really want to say too much. But you know, sides like Quat, um, Pontsbury, Ellesmere, Coton Hall, uh, Littleshaw should be should be fun trips. Um, but yeah, it's something else that we've got in Division 7 is we've got these random games. So the two sets of random games. The first one, Lillishall thirds play Fortin twos. Alberbury twos play Coton Hall. Um, Old Brighton second 11 are playing Pontsbury second 11. Condover second 11 play Ellesmere second 11. And Quat threes welcome Corvdale ones. And then the final set of random games are our final games of the season, uh, where Pontsbury Twos take on Condover Twos, Forton Twos take on All Brighton Twos, Ellesmere Second Eleven, Welcome Coton Hall First Eleven, Cor- Corvdale 
welcome Lillishall, third eleven, and Alberbury are at home to Quat thirds. So, couldn't be a nicer set of fixtures, those random ones for Alberbury. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they say they've well, got them geogra- geographically, don't they? So, um, you know, it's, I mean, us against Quat, the first one is is pretty straightforward. I, I don't think Lillishaw will be thinking coming to Corvedale, the last game of the season, is um, very geographical. But, um, you know, it's 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 the what it is, and um, we shall have to make the most of it. Um I personally, I'm, as I said in the last pod, would have probably preferred to have a straight home and away and, and perhaps have two weeks off. I'd have rather done that so as everybody was equal as opposed to playing just a random fixture. But, um, you know, it's, it's not for me to say. So I'll just do what, you know, is is, is laid out before us. So that's... I'm I'm just I'm just pleased, Ian, that you've got an extra two weeks to cut the grass at Corvedale this year. For start of the season. Um, <laughs> well, actually, the, the mower is buggered again. It's not so, You know, don't well, hold your breath. You weren't, there, you, weren't there first, you weren't there first game of the season last year, mate. You were off on... Uh, I wasn't. Christmas. I was at anyway, a wedding. Um, I was at a wedding. That's right. Yeah, I was. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, Quat thirds are a good bunch of lads, and I think that, that'll be in very, very interesting. Um <laughs> Uh, there's, there's some good fixtures in there. I, I agree with Ian, though. I've got to be honest. I think you, you just want home and away. And is there a need for random fixtures? Probably not. Um, you know, it's a short division, and you just have a shorter time of playing. But you know, there'll be people arguing. You know, we want extra. We want more games of cricket. So you kind of it's it's finding the happy medium, isn't it? Um, Coton Hall, I think, will be strong in that division. If they've got good availability, they've got some very good cricketers there. So uh, they'll be a team to look out for um, without, a sh- without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Division 7 this year. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how it pans out. Ollie? Did you say something then? <laughs> it went dead. <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry, mate. It's all good. We'll move ourselves on to Division 8. <laughs> And uh, did, oh, you, did, you, did you not get any of that? Because I got get any of that. I no, no, I got, I got it all apart from the last bit. I don't know if you asked me if it was if you if I had anything to say. Yeah, yeah. But yeah I heard everyone in, else jump in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, I agree. I agree with Slats that Coton Hall very much are a team that could beat anyone on their day, but then could also lose to anyone on the other day. Um, you know, that, like 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 you just said, there are some fantastic cricketers there and uh, if they have the day out I think they could beat anyone in the in the division above um, well they did they did pretty much last yeah. year they did beat some yeah. teams in division so um, you know I think they could they could on their day again they could beat some teams in some much higher divisions um, but it's all about if those those uh, sort of marquee players fire um, so yeah so they'll, they'll be interesting to watch and it is again about about availability and I know they're a good bunch of lads. Uh, they love to, they love to go to the pub for a drink afterwards. And if they can all get in the right spirit and they've got a great team atmosphere, um, then then they then they should do really well. Um, and I'm just doing so a, a Ian and lost my fixtures, but yes, um, it's a lovely the, club too. Third, it's a proper cricket club. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, for me, I'm I'm also the third person on this pod to say that I don't I don't like the the two random fixtures because 
um, it it is random and it could have an impact on the on the destination of the of the league title and could have a desti- could have an impact on who gets relegated. And I don't I don't like that those two games could have such a huge impact, especially with one being the last game of the season. Um, so I understand I understand the league's reasons for doing it. Uh, they want to they want to give the, the the teams in that division an extra two games and and that's great. But for me, I would have just had the three weeks and um, you know people can arrange to go on holiday and or do something that week um, instead of doing it on oh. a week when there is a game. So you you, you just yeah. You, you, you don't know really. Um, so all, there's, all like, the, there's some interesting pictures there, and like I said, I think Albury. What was that? Sorry, I didn't that? get any of that. I <laughs> said <laughs> sorry. Said yeah, it's, it's a bit. It's a bit weird. Sorry, I said. Well, they could go on loan, couldn't they? In those, you know, to to make sure other games are getting played potentially. Yeah. 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 True. True. Which some people would say they rather they didn't because they could it, they could positively impact. Or negatively impact other other divisions. So there's there's two you know there's there's two sides to every every argument, isn't there? So, um, but yeah, I th- and I do think Oldbury have been probably from looking at the fixtures, they've had two quite tough, um, two tough result, the two tough draws there in terms of quad thirds who are who are a decent decent club, decent team, and if um, and if and again as I've said, if Coton all come off on that day, they could be on the end of. Uh, um, you know, a, a tough fixture, but equally they could go to Cotton Hall and 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 walk all over them. Um, so it's difficult, but you know, my personal preference would have been two, three weeks, maybe start a week, another week later, and then then people can have a couple of preseason friendlies if they want to boost up those. They want to boost up those matches. So you know, that, that's my personal that's my personal take on it. From an Overby point of view as well, it's. If you're gonna do well, you'd want to. You've got to beat those sides. It's just if Albury are struggling again and are down the other end of the other end of the table, then you look at those and you're going, ooh, you know, <laughs> a bit tricky. But again, you know, you can only play the cards you dealt. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's always good to get more people, more of a game. So you know, get the game on in, in, in my perspective. It's just, you know, sad that you can't start first weekend of the season when everyone else is. But um, Hopefully that's not a problem I will have to face. Hopefully, but we'll see how that <laughs> how that how that pans out. If I keep netting like I have the last few days, I wouldn't be surprised if I have the first weekend of the season off. Um, but anyway, let's move ourselves on to Division Eight, and Division Eight starts along with the others on the twenty second, and it starts off with Gillsfield second eleven versus Beacon third eleven. Kai Glass, second 11 versus Church, second 11, and Keyside, first 11 versus Sentinel 3s. So, again, um, this is our, our smaller group um, and, well, division. Uh, so, general thoughts on on those opening three fixtures? Compact and Bijou, isn't it, as a division? Um, yeah. It's, it is what it is. I guess you know... We... You're going to be playing each other, is it four times? Mm. So, hey, well, then you yeah. should have to measure each other when you get to game four, shouldn't you, really? I suppose it's uh, look, it's it's not ideal. We know that, but it's kind of the best of, of, of what could be done and how it works. So, um, 
Don't know, but I, I think the other thing is, I think ge geographically, it's it's a nice, tight, compact. You know, they haven't got to travel miles and miles and miles uh, when they're playing each other. You know, um, there's a few uh, yeah. short shoes-free teams, Beacon, Keyside, and Sentinel, and then you've got Cherk, Kaglas, uh, and, and Gillsfield. You know, it's not they're not travelling. You know, all over the county. Um, I was interested to see on the 7th, 8th of July, why there's only two fixtures and the Cherkai Glass game is on the 16th of September. Um, it was. Is there obviously a reason they've asked they couldn't play that day or something? I don't know. It must be. I don't know why it, um, there was one, it, it, the last game of the season. Is it Cherk at home? It could be. Cherk Carnival the... or something? Could be something like that, mate. Yeah, I, I, I do seem to remember. Wasn't there something last season in terms of? Well, I think they. they, they yeah, there was. We were. Um, I mean, on the eighth of the seventh, Cherk are playing away. Um, so that would that that theory would kind of marry up. And on the eighth of the seventh, Kai Glass uh, playing at home. Um, so. Yeah, and it's a, a, a local derby to finish oh, really? the finish the season off, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably it will be something to do with the ground availability. It might yeah. be something to do with the football. It might be something to do with anything. You don't know. It's kind of because um, it is a shit kind of a shared ground, isn't it? To a degree. Yes, it counts alone, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think so, mate. Yeah, yeah. But they've got the football pitch at the bottom end. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The bowls club across it. Cause, we played. We played last year, and this lady just walked across the pitch because she was going to the bowls. <laughs> we had to stop the game. <laughs> just like, do you mind walking Is around? That, no, I'm going. There. But it, it's it's actually a really nice ground, and um, I don't know. Chirk seconds last year, good bunch of lads and girls, and um, yeah, we had a good time there. Apart from me breaking my ankle, of course. Yeah, I can't really pick anything up on on Google that's saying that there's an event. Um... In, in the area, apart from Flangothlin, which is n not linked whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, well, not 100% not yeah. sure what that what that would be. Oh, perhaps somebody from Chirk can get in touch and let us know what's going on and why that fixtures at the, at the last week of the season. <laughs> but anyway, thanks, guys. Um, I think that kind of sums it up for this uh for this episode and the the next episode when we get in together will be the big pre-season preview i believe um so yeah looking forward to getting started we may if we can do or anything any big news comes out sneak another one in just beforehand that'd be nice um but yeah thank you very much once again for listening and getting involved uh, just letting you know that uh, by the time this episode comes out, there will be a big announcement coming very soon. Um, really exciting times at the podcast. And uh, yeah, we've got a few big announcements for you. And hopefully that will go down well and you'll, you'll like them. But yes, you can find us now on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Acast, Amazon Music and various other podcast providers. We are no longer on SoundCloud. Um, but yes. You can find us, as always, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Feel free to get involved using at tag Cow Corner Podcast or at tag Cow Corner Pod for Twitter. Anyway, thank you once again, guys, uh, for joining me and for all of our lovely little technical issues that we've had tonight. 
but hopefully we'll get that cleaned up in post. And, all right, uh, all right. Don't keep rubbing it in, for goodness sake. <laughs> but, Who uh, said that? Is he here? Is, is, is that somebody else joining the pod? What's going on? <laughs> He's saying you are one big technical issue. <laughs> I would I would leave if I knew how to go. If I knew how to leave, I'd be off. Anyway. I'm waiting for early to shut me down tonight. <laughs> anyway. I'm staying at the end of the table until he cuts me off because I don't know how to do it myself. Anyway, oh, thank you very much, Ian. No problem at all, James. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much, Slats. Thanks, guys. Always good fun and uh, look forward to the next one. Thank you very much, Ollie. Thank you, James. Thank you, boys. As ever, it's a pleasure. And thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Cow Corner Podcast. Until the next time, goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 